0: Remember, if you are experiencing a setback, then that means you've been setting yourself up for success. You don't experience a setback if you're not doing anything, friends. Like, think about it. (laughs) Hey everyone, this is Ashley Menzies Babatunde and welcome to another episode of No Straight Path, The Highs, The Lows, and The Lessons Learned. I hope you guys are doing well. Today, I am here with a solo episode and I'm excited to do some more personal storytelling. So about a month ago, I shared my personal journey, the inspiration behind the podcast and my recent pivot to full-time podcast creator. In a two-part episode series called The Pivot, I talked about failing the bar exam, losing my job and bouncing back to go on to achieve success as an attorney. If you haven't listened to those episodes, go take a listen to those first and that'll give you a bit more context for the conversation we're going to have today. So I'd like to do a deep dive into how to actually bounce back from setbacks because I think it could be useful for all of you as you navigate your no straight path journeys. If you listened to the episode with legal content creator, Alex Sue, I asked him about his bar exam failure and he said he struggled through it. And in that moment, I just felt so seen because that's exactly what I did. I just struggled through it. And although struggle is inevitable when experiencing a setback, I really do think that sharing my story and the lessons learned can help others struggle less. It just might lessen the blow. And I know a lot of people are struggling. Unfortunately, job loss is a salient issue right now. A number of major companies and startups are laying off employees. I mean, snap. Gap, Meta, Google, and Nordstrom have announced staff reductions, which is definitely going to have an impact on so many people and their families. And so what I want to do today is I want to use job loss to contextualize the issue, but my advice is definitely applicable to other setbacks. If you're in a tough spot in your career right now, first off, I just want to say, I'm sorry if you were laid off. You know, worried about a layoff, worried about having to lay off employees in your company, or you lost an important client, or you're currently navigating a performance issue at work. Whatever it is, I'm sorry. But one thing I do know is that your setback story can become your comeback story. And I'm here to help you through it. As always, my hope is that you leave this conversation inspired. Okay, so let's get to it. So the first practical tip I have, number one, is normalize the setback. Setbacks happen to everyone at some point. It's tough. It's hard. And you might have a physical reaction to it, you know, like the pit in your stomach, some sleepless nights. So I want to acknowledge the pain and challenges associated with this. And with job loss specifically, I know many of us have financial obligations, We have families to take care of, student loans, healthcare expenses, living life expenses. But what I want you to remember is that setbacks are normal. You will not be perpetually unemployed, and whatever setback you're experiencing will not perpetually hold you back. So definitely take the time to honor the pain and difficulty associated with the setback and then move forward. If you're really struggling with this, I recommend speaking to a therapist or a career coach. The more mental space you can clear up to focus on more important things like that job search, the better off you'll be. But if a therapist or a career coach isn't your thing or isn't in the budget, I suggest sharing your setback with a circle of people you trust who can give you sound advice and encouragement. Now, you don't need to share with everyone. Not everyone needs to know, but it's important to remember that as human beings, We're not meant to go through life alone, and we're certainly not supposed to struggle alone. Sometimes the shame and stigma often tied to setbacks can cause us to retreat and keep it to ourselves. You know, we try to run away from it or not talk about it, but this actually heightens the shame and sensitivity around it. And sharing our stories allows us to dispel the shame and really center our humanity. It also gives us the opportunity to gain perspective and support from others. The good news is that I think the culture is really changing, like normalizing setbacks across all industries is becoming a real thing. It's happening. In fact, I recently had a really cool eye-opening conversation with someone who failed the bar exam. Although he was calling me for encouragement, I ended the call feeling encouraged. He's a general Zer. love them, love that generation, (laughs) and he just had a really refreshing perspective Although he was disappointed, he used language to normalize the setback. Like, this happens, I'll work hard and study again. I was close, I can do this. This is a part of life. This is a part of the exam I'm going to work on to move forward. There was no pure devastation or end of the world talk, which is definitely how I was handling it at the time. And I was just thinking, wow, I wish I had this perspective when I was going through this. While part of it may have been his disposition, I think the other part is reflective of a cultural shift, the normalization of setbacks and failure in society. So just remember, it's normal. It happens to everyone. Number two, take stock of all of your past accomplishments. So in other words, remember who you are and what you are capable of. When we experience a career setback, many of us naturally, start to doubt ourselves. If you need a confidence boost, reflect on all you've accomplished personally and professionally. So if you're in a corporate space, I would look at your resume. I know it's an odd thing to do, but honestly, it was very helpful. It was a very helpful exercise for me just to go back and kind of look at all of the things you've done. It really can help you remember what you're capable of, the work that you can do, and inform your next steps going forward. The other thing is, sometimes you're moving so quickly through your life and your career, you've really forgotten all the things you've done. And this is just not in the corporate space. Let's say you're an entrepreneur, you own your own business. You can also go back and reflect on all you've accomplished. Like, think about the capital you raised, the team you've built, the lives you've impacted. And think about how just taking the risk of jumping into entrepreneurship is something to be proud of. You've probably learned so much. And if you're a creative, or all three like me, so corporate, entrepreneur, and creative, think about the art you shared with the world and how that touched someone. Remember, if you are experiencing a setback, then that means you've been setting yourself up for success. You don't experience a setback if you're not doing anything, friends. Like, think about it. (laughs) So really just take stock of all of your past accomplishments because I think it's gonna be really helpful as you move forward. Number three is networking. So this is one you've probably heard before, especially if you're looking for another job, and you've probably heard it before because it is extremely important. Your network can provide helpful information and opportunities, and research actually shows that weak ties, in other words, weaker social connections, provide the most job opportunities. In fact, Stanford, Harvard, MIT, and LinkedIn recently conducted a comprehensive study analyzing the impact of digital jobs on the labor market. And the findings show that weak ties have a greater beneficial effect on job mobility than stronger ties. And I have to say that my personal experience certainly reflects this research. When I lateral to my firm, I reached out to a friend from college for a referral and got the job. She was a friend of a friend, And we always had a great relationship, but we were never that close. And I remember that I referred a friend of a friend to my firm, and now she's a superstar killing it at the firm, winning awards and everything. We've gotten really close since she joined, but before that, we had a weak tie. We probably had about two or three conversations. And a friend from college, someone I'd been friendly with from a distance for years, sent my podcast teaser to HubSpot for the accelerator program. I never asked her to, but I'm so grateful she did. So as you can see from the science-based research, and you should definitely check out that study, I find it really interesting. And from my personal experience, the weak ties are really important. I'll admit that networking is something I could have been more intentional about. I have friends with full spreadsheets, but fortunately I've always really loved connecting with people. And in retrospect, I've seen how beneficial it has been for my career and life. Having the Stanford and Harvard network has been extremely helpful for me, and I think it's important to be honest and recognize my privilege here. But the good thing is that today, you don't need to go to a fancy school to build a strong network. We have the internet. You can connect with like-minded people on LinkedIn. You can join a group of like-minded people virtually or in person. You can go to conferences, figure out what kind of work you want to do, figure out who's doing that work. Find out where those people go and connect. For attorneys, you can join the local bar association, an affinity group organization, or a political organization to learn about different job opportunities. For entrepreneurs, you can join an entrepreneurial club or organization or apply to an accelerator program. For the marketers and other business professionals, there's the American Marketing Association and conferences like Inbound. And LinkedIn has professional groups for nearly every industry. So just go forth and connect. The opportunities are out there. Number four, freelance or take on side hustle work. If you need to make some replacement income while you're searching for a job, then I suggest looking into freelance work with sites like Fiverr and Upwork. You can use your skills to build out a side hustle or interim hustle. When I was looking for a job, I actually did law school admissions consulting, and it was really great. I actually got to give back while helping others navigate their journey to law school. It helped fill that resume gap. And then I also got some additional income in the interim period. I also think that freelance and side hustle work can really just help take your mind off of the setback and the things that you're dealing with when it comes to job loss or other related setbacks. If you listen to the last episode with serial entrepreneur, Dawn Dixon, amazing, love her. But if you listen to that, she talks about a period of time where she was pouring into her dream business and COVID really uprooted so much of what she had done. And during that time, she put her time and energy into other side projects. She even opened a yoga studio and did a few other projects that really helped keep her mind off of that. And those side projects just really helped her get through that tough time. And finally, number five, most importantly, believe in yourself. You need to believe in yourself. I know it sounds like something that parents probably told you growing up you hear it in graduation speeches and it's something though that we forget with time as we settle into adulthood and we stop dreaming but it's actually so important to continue to believe in yourself especially when you are facing a setback believe that you will overcome this setback because you will And this point is actually related to number two, taking stock of all of your past accomplishments to give you that extra boost of confidence. As many of you know, I used to run track and there's this race from high school that my dad likes to post to social media every year. Yeah, everyone that's like from high school, I'm 32 now, (laughs) almost 33, (laughs) but my dad, he loves this race. So many people love it. I love it too, not going to lie. But I was running the anchor leg on the four-by-four relay in high school. So that's 400 meters one time around the track. And when I received the baton, the other runner was nearly 100 meters ahead of me. And for context, the track is, as I said, 400 meters. So trying to make up 100 meters is actually really challenging to do. It's a lot of ground to cover in a short period of time. We're talking less than a minute here. And I don't remember a lot of things in my life But I will say, I remember this moment. I remember when I grabbed that baton, I believed that I could win. No doubt crossed my mind in that moment. And I was going to give it my all and try to catch her. I I just remember that, just really going for it. And I did. And it's so funny because when I look at the video today, I think, wow, I did that. I can't believe I did that. Yet at the same time, I can definitely believe that I did that because I believed in myself. So remember to believe in yourself because I know that your setback story can become your comeback story. Thank you for listening to another episode of No Straight Path, The Highs, The Lows, and The Lessons Learned. Remember to share this episode with friends and family. And if you like what you hear, please go on to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts to rate the show. It helps other listeners find no straight path. Let's spread the message, everyone, and make sure that millennials feel less alone. There's no straight path in your career and life, and that's okay. It's honestly what makes the journey exciting. So let's get inspired together. I hope you have a great week.